This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name's John, and I'm sitting at the table with Aaron. Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, John. Doing good today, man. It's 105 or something today in Oklahoma, so I'm sweating. I'm glad to be in here in the cool room, ready to record. Uh, Our our podcast studio is is very cool, so I'm very pleased for that because, yes, it is flaming hot outside, nuclear hot. But uh, anyway, yeah, I've got a great topic for you guys today. I hope you really enjoy it. Let's dive right into it. So today... We are going to talk about how to interpret feedback from someone who watches your match. And I phrased it that way, but I'm talking about anyone that offers you critique in pro wrestling, be it on your match, on your promo, on your gear, on a specific move that you're trying out, on training, anything. I think I can help you interpret their feedback a little bit better and get a little bit more out of it. So at some point or another, you've asked someone to watch your match, or at the very least, you've asked someone what they think about your performance. And again, when I say performance, I'm talking match, talking promo, or maybe you haven't started yet, I'm talking just your training. You've asked someone feedback, okay? I know that you have. So, I've had experience on both sides of that equation. I've been the guy asking for people, and I've been the guy that people ask, hey, watch my match and let me know what you think. I've noticed some behavior that really needs to be fixed because I want you to maximize the information that you receive when you ask those questions, okay? And I think that we can help you out with that today. So first off, head on over to YouTube for me, guys. Going over to YouTube, just look up at How to Become a Pro Wrestler and subscribe, and also click that bell. Let us know the videos that you like. We recorded a couple today. We're going to be releasing soon in the near future. We've got some very popular ones up there, um, like how to do the back bump and certain roles and stuff. We've also got a couple episodes of the podcast. Check out our YouTube channel, and please subscribe to our channel. All right, guys. So... Getting feedback in pro wrestling is critical. You need that feedback, okay? From your promos to your matches, your gear, mannerisms you do in the ring, it is very important to seek outside opinions so you can get a better perspective. And that's the main thing I want you to take away from today's episode, okay? If nothing else, is what I want you to think about. The feedback that you receive from others is not meant to lay down the law or set like rules in stone you know, um, for the rest of your entire career. Just because one person tells you one thing doesn't mean you have to like cement that down, write your name in stone and all that good stuff. What you get this information from other people for is to add context to your style and your performance so that you can better understand what you need to keep doing and what you need to change. All right, so we're looking for you to add context to your performance in every aspect of your wrestling career. So first off, here's something. When you, and you know, all these things I'm going to talk about, this is when you get feedback from someone, whether it is you asking them to watch your match or whether it's unsolicited. Somebody just walks up to you and offers you an opinion. These are the things I want you to start thinking about. Here's something that not enough people do. All right. The first thing we need to talk about is asking for examples. Okay. Mm -hmm. How you respond to someone who is giving you feedback. All right. You need to ask for examples. If that person tells you, that in the ring during your match, you need to slow down. You're going to hear that a lot. We've talked about that before. Or maybe you even need to speed up. Maybe you need to change one move in some certain way. I want you to ask that person for an example. I want you to see if they can provide you with a visual demonstration or maybe point you in the direction of a video to watch of certain, you know, they may see you do something and think, oh, I remember um, when Bret Hart did that to 
you know, Owen Hart at this event and blah, blah, blah. And it looked really great. And I think you should do it that way because you kind of had it, but you didn't have that magic. You should watch that. You know, you could get something out of that in at, at, from them. You can get more out of that advice when they just tell you, oh, you need to change this. Right. So you can get more by asking for certain examples. Have them be very specific about your match. If they tell you you need to slow down, where? Where do you need to slow down? Because surely not every single tiny individual moment, where would slowing down have benefited you better? Like like if, if, if he could have reached in and magically made you slow down in one certain spot and that would have improved the match, I want to know what that spot is. I'm yeah. just curious, all right? So ask them for a good example of that. And remember this, okay? Please remember that. Keep this in mind this whole podcast, guys. When you're asking stuff like this, when you're asking for examples, you're asking it from a place of wanting to learn. You're not annoyed like, mm-hmm. oh, well, tell me how. Yeah. No, no. You're asking from a place of wanting to learn about yourself. And that leads directly into my next point, which is you are not asking these people for examples just so you can disprove them. Mm-hmm. All right? So that brings me to this. Like I said, um, you are not asking examples just because you want to prove somebody wrong. As a matter of fact, even if you think that somebody is telling you something and they are dead wrong, I still want you to not argue, all right? You don't need to argue with that person. I want you to take the information for what it's worth, be very grateful for that information, file it away if need be. Um, We did an episode, um, I think it's a sleeper in the past, an entire episode about who you should and shouldn't Mm -hmm. accept criticisms from, all right? And a running theme throughout that whole episode was you you never be an a-hole, right? You're always coming at it from a place of learning so you're never mean to anybody when they're offering you feedback even if you don't necessarily think that the feedback they're giving you is is qualified or is proper yeah. you're still just accepting it you're humble and you you use it if you can you take out as much information from it that that serves you as you can and you just follow the rest away and go about your business all right but you're going to hear things from people who you don't necessarily trust i mean uh, it's going to happen just smile take it for what it's worth and move on all right so Guys, remember, you're not there to argue, all right? We're going to get more into that. No, we're going to get right into it right now. So stop turning every single little thing into a locker room. This go, or, or, and locker room, into an argument in the locker room. That's what I was getting at. So not just on your feedback. I mean, even when it's solicited, unsolicited, but, like, when people tell you things in the locker room, if they offer you information, um, you need to accept that, okay, guys? There's there's way too much me in the locker rooms, right? There's not enough we. That's what I'm looking for here. You know, why would you argue with someone providing feedback on your match? You know, first, if you ask them, then you really got no right to argue, all right? You ask them for that. You need to accept it, listen to it, ask questions, ask for examples, do all that stuff. Um, listen and see what you can learn. If someone offers you that unsolicited feedback, and trust me, they will, take it in as well, okay? You might get some good stuff out of it. You still ask that person for examples because you never know what they might get. Um, you be kind and you remember the locker room is a team. You guys yeah. all have the same goal. So less me, more we when it comes to discussing these things in the locker room. Now, here's one, the probably the most common thing, ignoring people. Stop ignoring people. This is the one I witness a lot. Guys ask, you, you know, you're there, right? And you know that you have to ask for feedback just because it's like a thing. Like it's the thing to do. Um, we ask a veteran to watch our match or we ask somebody that has more experience to us to watch our match. They give us feedback. Mm-hmm. And then now what do we do? Like, it's, it's just a thing to do. You don't really learn anything from it. You never apply it. Um, you just ignore the information, better or worse. You don't ask for examples. It's gone as quickly as it arrived. Yeah. This goes both ways too, guys. So let me tell you right now, if somebody asks you, if, you're, if you are like, 
blessed enough, you know, like I have been, to where somebody approaches you and says, hey, do you mind watching my match? Don't ignore them, guys. If you can't, that's one thing. You tell them that you can't or whatever, that's great. Be nice, be humble, but tell them that you can't. But if you can, if you have time, you should watch their match for them. I really strongly stand behind that. And I've been in enough locker rooms to know that you've probably got time. Unless your match is next and you're trying to get ready or something, I understand that. But, like, if you tell somebody that you can't watch their match just because you felt like, like, playing around in the parking lot for a little bit instead of watching the show. Like, guys, that to me goes back to what we talked about last week, which is enthusiasm. You don't mm-hmm. sound very enthusiastic to be there in the first place. So you got to think about that, that at that point. So don't ignore people on either end. If somebody offers you feedback, don't ignore them. See if you can get some value out of that by asking for examples like we've already talked about. Um, and if somebody asks you for your opinion, provide them with something and be ready. And that, that goes for, like, if I watch someone's match, I watch people's matches thinking like, well, if this person comes back to the locker room and I tell them something and then they say, well, could you give me a better example of that? I better be able to answer that. I better be paying attention enough to be able to answer that. Don't just watch it and be like, ah, that was pretty good. Right. So um, also right here, this is a good place. This goes out to you guys that are are being asked, all right? Don't lie to them, okay? That, That happens too much too, where someone says, hey, did you watch my match? What did you think? And you just go, oh, it was decent. It was pretty good. Good job, kid. Very good. Guys, don't lie to them. It doesn't help anybody, right? You're all in the same locker room. It's not me. It's we. And you're trying to make that company better. So don't lie to them. Give them your honest feedback. Tell them. And if you didn't watch it, you just say that. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't get a chance to watch it. That's fine. That happens too. But be honest with them. Don't just lie to them and reinforce like, like negative things that they're already doing. All right. So. Here's one of the most important things that I want to talk about today. This is the big one that I want you to focus on. When you ask for examples, it is from a point of curiosity because you want to add context to your performance. All right? The reason you need examples is it will add context to your whole wrestling performance, right? You'll be able to understand why something worked, why something else didn't work, as opposed to like somebody just telling you right versus wrong. Because let me tell you, I've seen the quote-unquote wrong thing get a really damn good reaction in a whole different town all right so like somebody does something here and it gets an amazing ovation the crowd loves it they go to the next town it gets crickets so there's again there's no black and white in wrestling there's no blanket rules you just got to use the information you get from people critiquing you to add context to how you perform and that way you can grow your performance you might be able to to take something out of what they said and add it to your next performance or at least figure out why did it get such a good reaction here mm-hmm. and not a good reaction there. People can help you understand that because they've been there before. So I really just want you to keep that in mind. You're looking for context. Help your character out. Help your performance out by getting this kind of valuable information by asking for examples so you can add context to your character. John, and I think yeah. for a lot of guys, this asking and if you know that you're going to get feedback yeah. and you're going to ask deeper questions yeah. to get what could feel like criticism, sure. you know, and then it will, yeah. it, it's difficult. And I, I understand this because I have to, uh, I, I do this and, and every time that I uh, ask someone or even you, mm. you may say, hey, as a strength yeah. coach, you say, hey, you know what, these, these uh, clings aren't feeling quite right. Can you watch my technique? Right. And you want the feedback, yes. You do, but you know you're going to get criticized for it. You know, yes. it's like, ah, you're not, you know, you're not doing whatever. That's yeah. you're, you're, you're 
you're not uh, jumping at the top or something. Yeah, absolutely. It's a triple extension or right, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but asking can be difficult. So I just want to say, I, I know whenever you, if you start doing this and you really are asking like John's saying, it yeah. may be difficult to ask the questions and dig into it. So it, it is a little bit of a process. Yes. I, I, I do this with uh, my uh, full-time employees that mm-hmm. I have. I ask them, hey, you know, I, I need to know what I can do to help right. you better. Like, what am I doing wrong? Yes. And... You know, most of the time I'm their boss, so they don't want to give me the of critique. Of course, I, I have, don't want to tell you that. Like, yeah, so yeah. I have to dig. Yeah. And it is hard for me to dig. But I know it's vital if I'm going yes. to make sure that I'm going to do better and I'm going to help them to do better so they want to work here. So at, if you're doing this and it's your first time and you're asking, you're really digging in, yep. it's going to be uncomfortable and that's fine. Just don't get upset with it. Absorb right. it just like he said. And then use use the information wisely. Don't 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 listen to it or, or let it come to you from a point of like defensiveness, like to where you're like, because you are. You're going to get criticized, and it's going to be okay. You're going to have somebody tell you that something you thought you were doing right could be better because of this, mm-hmm. or could be different in some way, and it might upset you in a way. But if you're truly coming from a point where you want to learn, it should be okay. Take that stuff yeah. under consideration and see if it actually could help you. Try it out. Give things a try. But always be willing to take some criticism, guys. Again, and don't take anything personally. I mean, we've, we've that, we kind of talked about that in that last episode about um, uh, who you can receive feedback from. But, like, um, you don't have to take everything personally. Every, you can just absorb the information and extract from it what works for you and then move on. And maybe somebody who offered you something that you didn't necessarily jive with, like they gave you a critique that you're like, man, I hate to hear that, but don't get upset about it. But then you take it to maybe somebody that's more close to you, closer to you, mm-hmm. somebody that you trust a lot, and you ask them like, hey, this person told me this, what do you think? You might actually get a whole new perspective on the whole yeah. thing. So never, never just file away those negative cr- uh, criticisms or whatnot, like you can't get any value from them. You can absolutely receive some value from that. Yeah. So. All right, guys, this is a quick episode this week, but I want to wrap it up here, okay? Remember this. When you receive feedback, you're getting information about how someone perceives you. That's kind of what I was just talking about and your performance. You know, don't forget that we are all our own wrestlers and we're all our own fans, right? Like, I watched um, SummerSlam this past weekend, big WWE event. There were a lot of stuff that I saw people online raving about. They thought it was amazing. And then I was like, ooh, man. Because when I watched certain things, I was like, I didn't like that. Why didn't I like that? Yeah. And and it, it just, we're all different, right? Because then I liked other things that they were kind of cool on. And I was like, that's the best. I love that. And anyway, that, it, that's going to happen. So when you ask a, a veteran for their opinion, and your style of wrestling might not necessarily be the style that yeah. they prefer or that they grew up in. That's a good point. That doesn't mean, you know that you can't still get some value from them, okay? Um, they're going to give you an opinion that kind of reflects how they personally feel about you too. So that's that's right. If you are a high flyer and you ask a, you know, a great veteran who is a brawler or something, their opinion might be different just based on the fact that you are a different style of wrestler. So that, that can help. But you can still learn from that, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't know what, you know, you never know what you're going to expect answer-wise. You never know what you're going to get. Um, and you never know in the future what you might get from them as well. So you'll get an insight on how certain wrestling fans, that's a great, a great thing to think about too because if certain wrestlers interpret you differently, you then need to start thinking about, well, certain fans are interpreting me differently as well. Yeah. So what do I need to do to maybe become you know, more, have more global appeal? You know, One of the WWE's bullet points there, mm-hmm. like having more diversity to where I can 
in, encourage all fans to like me, or, or maybe you do need to like dive in hard to a certain niche or something. You never know. You learn that from asking these questions yep. and getting this feedback. So don't be afraid. It's all part of the process, guys. This is all part of the process, just as much as learning your back bumps and doing your weightlifting and, and your cardio and all that stuff and eating your nutrition and stuff. All this stuff matters. Asking questions, getting feedback, going to seminars, getting feedback. You can take all these things we just talked about, by the way, to your next seminar. Ask mm-hmm. them for specific examples and yeah. stuff. Please use that. I want to know about it, too, if you do it. So if you do that, head on over to Facebook. Join our private Facebook group at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Let me know if you use any of these skills. Let me know if any of these things that we talked about today help you in the future. Because it is all about having as much context about your character as possible. Make yourself better. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.